What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another weekly episode of the Notorious OGs. I am your co-host, Ali, though, and I'm here with the lovely ladies, Dragon D. Hello, everyone. And honestly, Hope. Hello, Hope. <laughs> 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 what's wrong I'm just well anyways welcome back to another <laughs> weekly episode for tonight's episode we have a little something fun for you guys we're gonna be talking about new year who this yes new year who is this ali speaking of who are you with your new cute hairdo what's going on with that Listen, I'm hiding from 2023. 2022 was not my best year. So now I'm under the witness protection program and I went dark. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm hoping it works for me. I love it, though. Your hair looks great. I think it's a great color on you. I like your hairdo. I know you switched up your nails this year, too, so far. I'm loving it. I'm here for all of the changes. We went from dark colors now to everything French, white toenails. I went for the bob haircut, my original hair color, which is black. Like, we're just keeping it simple this year. It's it's classy is what it is. I love it. It's very high class, sophisticated. The French nails, I'm here for all of that. Yes, honey. We're serving looks this year. I love it too, Ali Bell. (laughs) Thank you. Cool. Um, I think also as a woman, right, you kind of, once you have those little changes, it kind of uplifts you, right? And kind of gives you like a, yes, you know, some type of great feeling of yourself, a, a little confidence, so to speak. So that's always great to have. I'd say so. It, like all I did, because I swear I never changed my hair color anymore. Um, I cut my hair. And I was trying to do it before the new year. And it was so busy. I couldn't get in anywhere. And then even like New Year's Day, everything was closed. So I still couldn't get my hair cut. So now you have me thinking about like, how can I change my hair besides just cutting it? Do it. A little change doesn't hurt anybody. It does not. And I have to confess. So the night before New Year's, I know I had... Uh, we had family come from outside the country. Obviously, you know, first impressions count. It's like, wow, you know, family's coming over. They haven't seen me for a very long time. Uh, I didn't have a chance to go to the salon, do my hair, and none of that. So I literally pull up YouTube videos in how to cut my hair in bangs. Wow. Or cut my hair in, like, layers. I gave it a try. <laughs> Did myself. Really? I coincidentally for Christmas, I received uh what is the uh, 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 what is that hair curler uh that curling I, iron? A curling iron, yeah. That I actually put in my Amazon list. And I'm like, let me try it. When Juan came to see me, my my husband came to see me, he goes what time do you go to the salon? I was like, no, I didn't go to the salon. So he couldn't believe. Wow. I was very proud of myself. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I could have been to 
videos actually helped. And, you know, the same as you, Ali Bell, I think with new hair, new nails, a new attitude for the new year, it kind of helps out tremendously, you know, bring in the 2023. I but I think, that. but I think, I'm sorry to interrupt you, um, Hope, but I think like these small little things as a woman that we do, it gives you like an oomph of like, I don't know, it's just like confidence. Like you walk taller, you stand up straighter. I don't know, it just, you, it makes you feel different. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Unlike you guys, though, like I'm waiting more towards the ends of the month. Um, so that way I don't have to like do my hair, my nails all over again for Valentine's Day. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> we are balling on a budget because what I did for New Year's is I decided to quit my job. <laughs> so, <laughs> so talk about, but you know what? It's had the same effect. Like you got new hair, Diana D. You you learn to do your hair from YouTube, which I feel like is so hard for me to just watch and do it. So kudos to you for being able to learn like that because I could never. But I had a new bounce in my step, and like some of my coworkers commented, like how much happier I was after I, you know, put in my notice and everything. So that's something I did, and I'm definitely, you know, I'm not gonna compromise myself and my self-worth for any job position is there any superstitions that like any of you oh have? my god you guys have so much weird stuff i've never <laughs> heard of about so we have the group chat you guys are talking about 12 grapes and i think i've heard of that one before i've never understood it so someone i think you guys explain like a grape for each month to have good luck or something Yes. So if you're Hispanic and you grew up in a Hispanic household, you know that the 12 grapes are an essential part of welcoming the new year. So the 12 grapes represent pretty much like something that you wish for the new year to bring you. It's almost like the 12 candles, so to speak. And you just as you're making your wish, you're eating your grape for every wish that you have. Okay, now what about all these different panties? Like, I've seen yellow panties, red panties. I've seen something about TikToks and reels. Like, you have to sit underneath the tape. What? Yeah, one of the only things that I remember when I was little, they used to buy me back in back in, in my country when I, when, when I grew up. They used to actually go and buy me yellow panties where... For New Year's because it will bring good luck and supposedly uh, wealth, whether it's health or money for the upcoming year. So you got a new pair of yellow panties every year? Yellow pants, new yellow panties every year. And you actually, uh, part of the tradition was that you cannot repeat the same panties. They have to be brand new. You're not going to wear your crusty ones, Hope. (laughs) Why are they crusty? She's a little girl. You are not (laughs) So what about the red ones? Someone else said red for love or something. Yes, red brings, supposedly, it brings in love. If you're in a relationship or, you know, if you're single, um, it kind of brings that into, you know, into your life. The red, the red panties. Well, I don't know if I messed up or not by not wearing red panties, but... I guess I guess we'll find out. We? We'll find out next month. In 
culture, we also have another tradition, which was very interesting. I actually talked about this with my father-in-law at, at the dinner table once uh, about a week ago. And it was pretty much about why do we created the tradition of grabbing a luggage. Yes. New Year's Eve. And New Year's Eve uh, actually, New Year's Day, right after midnight. And go around the block with your luggage, and that will represent that you will travel that year. So when you do this, like, it literally strikes midnight. You have your yellow or red panties. You ate your 12 grapes. And then you literally, everyone just goes outside with their luggage and strolls down the street. Correct. Correct. At midnight. At midnight. So, like, when you guys were growing up, literally exit the house and, like, everyone's just outside yeah you'll see people like at least in my complex you'll see them with their luggages coming out their houses <laughs> at 1201 1202 with their luggages going I've never, around the block i've never seen this before in real life i only see i only heard about this year and i've only seen it on social media and my my aunt she is hispanic and i very much so grew up in her household and they definitely don't do any of that so now I feel like, is it all the Hispanic Latino countries and cultures or is it specific ones? I think it's a specific one because one of the other traditions that we have, at least in Colombia, that I recently learned about was about eating the lentils, like literally a pot of lentils. And you actually have to eat 10 spoonfuls of lentils, cooked lentils with no seasoning, no salt, nothing. And you pretty much, you will literally eat the 10, the 10 spoonfuls of lentils and that will actually give you wealth, money, wealth. Really? Here. And I didn't believe in it. I was very hesitant when I tried it. My mother-in-law introduced it to me. And it was approximately four years ago she introduced it to me. And I didn't know that actually that's a thing that happens in my country. And for the four years, knocking on wood, it has actually been a very nice, uh, you know, supplement to either promotions or upcoming, you know, money coming in. And I mean, the four, the last four years that in it i'm a deep believer of the lentil okay so that was my next question like as you guys grew up doing these things did they actually work so you're saying yes to the which now i'm mad at you that you didn't tell me this before (laughs) we're doing this next year this next year (laughs) we're gonna be doing this going into 2024 for sure like i'm the second we are done talking i'm gonna ask siri to set me a reminder for december 31st (laughs) Reminder. Set yourself a reminder. Hey, Siri, please remind me (laughs) on December 31st at 3 p.m. to eat lentils, 10 spoonfuls of lentils. Yes, it's crazy. I could not believe it. I I was very hesitant. And I'm telling you, not for nothing, like, I've been very blessed with, uh, you know, financially, which is great. But I, I was like, wow, I, I can't believe that's actually helping. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's just you kind of what's it called that they, we mentioned uh, a lot uh, during one of the, one of our chats was kind of like uh, trying to 
manifest manifesting okay yeah Yeah, I'm very big on men and that's what I kind of felt like too like maybe by doing these things you're kind of just speaking them into existence or maybe you're just giving yourself that attitude and then therefore attracting these things or you're just looking for them because you like you know how if you get a new car and then now all of a sudden everyone has that car and you notice it everywhere like is it one of those type of deals or does it actually work Ali, do you feel like any of them work? Like, do you still do these things or do you not do them? I still do them. I still do the 12 grapes. I don't know about the panties situation. Because <laughs> it depends. I, I don't know. Honestly, like, I'm in a fence about it. Like, I'll do it because it's just out of tradition, out of respect, because my mom gets excited about it. And, you know, my family members as well. But do I really believe in it? Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just take it as it comes throughout the year. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, I'm not going to keep myself in suspense. Oh, my God. My, my, my wishes didn't come true. <laughs> I understand that. I get that. See, I don't feel like I have too many traditions or, like, superstitions for New Year's. But, like, me growing up, I had my own little weird traditions. Like, me and my cousin we made something and we literally called it tradition. And it was like, we would take peanut butter, the chocolate Nesquik mix, like um, chocolate syrup, ice cream. We would melt some of the stuff in the microwave, put it with the ice cream. And it was like a, a chocolatey peanut butter <laughs> soup thing. And we would just eat this with like Cool Whip or whatever we could find sweet and good. And we would do this at midnight. So when I was a little girl, Obviously, you two know um, how I feel about Aaron Carter. Mm-hmm. And he recently passed away. Um, and may he have found peace. And I hope he is with his sister and his father. But when I was a little girl, and he was such a bigger part of my life, and this was prior to me meeting him and ever having conversations with him mm-hmm. like I used to also bring in the new year like listening to one of his one or two of his songs in particular and so this year after you know him passing he's been on my mind heavy and I remembered that I used to do that when I was younger but as far as like my family or like cultural things I don't feel like I've had anything um so it's really interesting to hear like how serious new year's is for for the hispanic culture because for me it's just like oh there's there's fireworks cool (laughs) and now as an adult with children i'm like can you guys like shut up out there and and stop like i'm trying to sleep and i think as you grow you kind of can create your own little traditions you know and i mean obviously like there i do the grapes i do the lentils now i i don't do the luggage i don't do the panty but we actually started creating little traditions with, with my with my husband and our kids. And every Christmas day, we will open gifts with all the family in our house. So I will host Christmas Day and whether it's my mother-in-law or my mom will host Christmas Eve. And we do celebrate huge Christmas Eve. But Christmas mm-hmm. Day is always at Diana's and Juan's house. And we are always going to, we hope that obviously that tradition stays like that and we just obviously decided kind of to do it for the girls, for, for both the mm-hmm. men. But I think it's, it's just beautiful how we can kind of like either 
create new traditions, implement them. Yeah. And I share it with our kids or whatever, but. Most definitely. I think that, at least for me, I think, you know, the core of what traditions for us in our culture, what it stands for, I think it's it's so cool nowadays that we can alter those traditions to our type of lifestyle, you know, and make them mm-hmm. to what we want them to be and what we want them to mean to us and to our and our families like for you guys you know who have kids you know your traditions might be different and might be altered you know to teach your kids and for me for example since you know I don't have any kids you know mines are pretty much a little more less you know kid friendly but still with the concept what fits me in my type of lifestyle see I get that and I I understand it completely because I think that's also like since I've become an adult and had my children, like usually I don't always have all of my kids, but I have at least two of them usually. And so I tried a couple times, like I said, I made this thing with my cousin. I, I've made that a couple times with them. They really liked it just because it's something I did when I was a kid. But I also see how like you guys did this with your families growing up. My mom, I didn't do anything with like my mom or my family growing up for New Year's ever it was just like me and my cousin usually at home and I think you know the Disney Channel had some Mm -hmm. marathon and countdown and what was the best this of the year and you got to vote and they would play those episodes or whatever like just very Americanized and modern like compared to actual cultural traditions so it's definitely interesting I'm gonna have to like I'm obviously gonna start this lentil thing now for sure. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. Now, I don't know about going under the table or if you guys know what that is about and like having a husband in six months or something weird like that. I've heard about that one. I have not heard about this one. <laughs> Allie, you have to explain it to us. I really don't know like the logistics of it, but I think it's like if you go under a table like it kind of brings you like a husband or some type of thing. I I really don't know. I've heard about it, but very like lightly of it. Okay, so we don't know if that works or not. Yeah, I, it's obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> wow, I've never heard of that one. You said Juan never heard of it. No, I haven't. I haven't heard of it. Never, no. And I'm not legally married. I am common law marriage. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, we are not married. We we are contemplating it one day, but it's definitely not. Nah, it's you know. I guess it's it's okay like this for now, you know. So, but no, we're not legally married. We're common law marriage. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Very See, interesting. Unlike Diana, I'm legally mar- married. But I'm going through a process of the divorce right now. Congratulations to you. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're going to have your uh, divorce party. Yes, honey. Yes. Mm. It's so funny. I was talking with one of my friends um, recently who I haven't spoken to in a while. And I literally threw together for her very last minute because her wedding was very quick a like bachelorette party and now I think we'll be throwing a divorce party as well so <laughs> I look forward to lots of divorce parties in the new year yeah. can't wait 
um i guess it's like the job thing it's a good thing if it's not a good situation and it's what's best for you 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 know you need to leave you need to move on from that and there'll be new opportunities right yeah totally so we'll we'll do that and i think with uh your divorce process you're also going to start the process like you said last time you're single and ready to mingle Yes, honey. It's been seven months already since we've been separated. So, I mean, now I'm starting, you know, to, I guess, touch the waters of the dating pool again. And it's a little scary because I haven't done it in over, like, four years. But, you know, we're testing. Yeah, and I think we need to establish what we're not doing in 2023 and what we are doing. So I know for facts we are going to be blocking people and not responding to people if they're not blocked listen we entered 2023 blocking certain people out of out of a hefty list and not enough keep- <laughs> not enough have made it so the the block button has not been hit enough look my fingers are very heavy very heavy with the block button okay you see, maybe I haven't blocked them necessarily, but I've restricted them. <laughs> so for me, um, last year, I, I actually have shared this uh, I, I probably with some of you before, but last year was kind of like the year of the true colors for me. And what I mean by that, it was pretty much kind of like really showing me who was the real who was real in my life and who was really there for me and, you know, who was a real friend, who was not. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I, you know, I shouldn't say unfortunately, fortunately. Fortunately. Yes. Fortunately. Fortunately. Exactly. He opened up my eyes to really, really kind of cleanse my friendships, the negativity out of my life. Uh, pretty much kind of filter out everybody that I have in social media that it was really not bringing me anything positively or anything that that was going to kind of uplift me or, or, or keep me going, right? And um, I said, you know what, last year was a, the, the type of cleansing that I needed. I actually removed a lot of people from my life. Um I'm a cancer and cancers are known for cutting people off from the root out. And unfortunately, but fortunately, that's just the way I am. And if I notice that there are certain things that are really not going well with certain friendships and things are really just not, you know, not contributing to my well-being, my mental health, I I unfortunately have to kind of cut it aside. And so this year, I said to myself, I said, you know, I have to emerge from the shadows. I have to, you know, I'm a crab, I'm a cancer, and I have to kind of like step out of my comfort zone, you know, meet new people, you know, retain more more friends, real ones, um, and kind of like really, like you said, touch new waters, right? And just kind of just kind of go with the flow and see see what comes out of out of this year. And you know, I think what has really helped me a lot. Um, last year and this year I do a lot of meditation and Mm. you know that's that has been kind of like my medicine to kind of making me feel better 
and making me feel good and kind of being more mindful about the decisions I make, um, especially, you know, just kind of like stepping aside from friendships and relationships that are toxic or I no longer need in my life. I love that for you. I love that for everybody. I feel like last year, I started off the year strong with like cutting people off mm-hmm. or cutting. I, I'm back. I'm pretty sure I made like a whole post, like an Instagram story. Like I'm cutting off anything and everything, including restaurants. I know I didn't go to Panera for like half the year last year. <laughs> I had found them to be toxic. So I was like, you know what, Panera, we're done. <laughs> but on a serious note, no, that's it's healthy. It's healthy to realize you've outgrown relationships that's that's what it is they're out you're outgrowing you realize you know some people they're not they're just not like you mentioned last week you posted tiktoks and stuff and you're having a good time and some people were like oh wow i didn't know you do that but then it was like an insult and a compliment and you know you kind of realize like who is here for you to be happy and who just is negative and and not growing right you outgrow people Right. You know, and just like there's toxic relationships, there's toxic friendships. There's whether it's at work, whether it's, you know, within your family, too, because, you know, Mm -hmm. we can definitely talk about this one day. But, you know, there's those family members that, you know, hey, they're family, right, by blood, but they're toxic, you know. And and if they don't really bring anything for you positively and, you know, just to kind of like you know, lift up your energy. I mean, I don't think that you should actually invest any energy on them. And I, I've taken that route and I have not been as happy as I am now. I take my my mental health very seriously. Um, and of course, you know, we could talk about that at another episode, but it's definitely a priority for me. And, you know, I, I feel very proud of myself. I feel very proud of, out of the decision-making process and you know I'm just looking forward to new friends new friendships this year and and I know I mentioned it to both of you before you know it's just wonderful to even kind of create this project with you both he's like wow you know I mean you, who would have thought like we just met a few months ago and look what we're doing already you know so so that definitely is is great for us and it's funny that we talk about this because right before we, I jumped onto um, recording this episode, I was actually um, watching a interview that Lala Anthony had done for a radio, and she was talking about how people come with expiration dates. Um, if they don't serve you a purpose, if they don't serve you for your growth, you're not coming along into the next chapter. You know, whether they're just friends or relationships, whatever it is, it always comes with an expiration date. And I think that's so true um, that, you know, for example, in my situation, me and my partner, obviously, we're going through this whole entire divorce thing. But, you know, we I didn't expect for me to be in this situation four years down the road. Um, Does it hurt? Of course it does. But I need to understand And I understood when I made the decision to walk away that, you know, I was outgrowing that person, the person that I was becoming, it, she wasn't, she wasn't growing with me. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. As long as you accept it, you can recognize it and be like, you know what, I think it's best 
to walk away before we hurt each other more in the long run. Yeah. yeah. If if you're willing, you know, if you can do that, not only for yourself but for the other person, I think, I think you can walk away with some type of peace. And 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 I walked away with that peace. I'm glad that that you were able to realize that and leave peacefully for yourself. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a lot of people can't recognize that, and a lot of people hold on. To, I mean, we're all guilty of it, right? Like right. we hold on to to relationships whether it's an intimate relationship or a friendship relationship or family relationship like d was saying like we hold on to these relationships that we don't need to hold on to like even myself there's a particular family member that should be there for me and i will call her and like whenever i call her i'm disappointed like Mm -hmm. and i don't i don't like the sound of oh if it's not serving me like because how selfish right but at the Mm -hmm. same time I'm serving you, you're serving me. It's a mutual thing. And that's how I like to have my friendships. Even with with some of you guys, um, like if I feel, I I don't know if you guys notice this about me, but like if we're in a group chat and I'm venting or if I'm venting to somebody individually, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Thank you for the vent. Like my bad, especially because lately I feel like I've been going through so much, but they're like, no, it's okay. That's what I'm here for. But if I notice I'm doing too much of that and then the other person isn't like using me in the same way, like I will reevaluate that for me. Like, am I being a good friend and how am I helping serve this person? Because we have to think how are they serving us? How are how are we growing? But I don't like it to be a one sided selfish thing. So I always like to put myself in the other person's shoe, like how how Ali Bell like if I'm venting to you about my kids and parenting and how awful it is and how overrated and ghetto, right? Mm-hmm. But then you can come to me with whatever you have going on too, whether it's like work or relationships or friend- other friendships or, you know, I like to make sure that even if I am being served by this other relationship, I'm doing serving and giving as well. Right. And I, th- and I think that goes for whether it's a friendship or whether we're in a relationship. Right. Like if you're not giving me what I'm giving you, then I need to reevaluate what exactly are we doing here? Like this is not a one way street. It has to go both ways. You know what I mean? And I mean, at times we get blindsided, so to speak, because, you know, it's like, you know, relate. it's a brand new relationship, you know, the whole hearts and flowers and everything so pretty and cupcakes and, and roses and unicorns at the beginning of a relationship or when you start dating. But then, I mean, what are you accepting and what shouldn't you not accept? Right. You know, like it, it doesn't, it shouldn't be one person doing all the hard work and the other one just taking the back seat and just letting everything ride. And I think a lot of times, unfortunately, in the current, you know, atmosphere in America and especially in South Florida, that's what it is. It's like one person doing all the work. But, you know, that's really I think we could have like probably a million episodes, a million podcasts <laughs> on, <laughs> on on this topic. Um, but let me tell you about one of my toxic relationships right now in the new year that needs to change my relationship with the gym. Mm-hmm. I need to be more consistent. Now that it's the new year, I need you guys. I know we're doing like this plank challenge and I don't think either one of you have joined it, by the way. 
I'm sucking at it and I need to be more consistent and I need to have a better relationship with myself. So we're talking about other people, but like, what are we doing for ourselves too? Listen, I've, I've tried. (laughs) I joined the gym. (laughs) I was like, you know what? It's going to be a new year. I'm going to go and join the gym. I've already lost like 20 pounds because, you know, I got sick with COVID and then, you know, everything with the stress going on, I've lost a lot of weight and I, I just need to tighten up. So I was like, you know what? I think it's time. Everybody else is going to the gym. Why can't I? And I so I have yet to go to the gym. So I am one of those people that will say I don't have time. Well, my problem is not only that I don't have time, but I just don't make the time. Right. There's a huge difference. Exactly. And so this year I said to myself, you know, and I actually, I have an agenda that every year I kind of write a page of, it's kind of like a, like a vision board, right? And in, and I, in there, I have written, I'm going to make, in, parent, in, in quotes I have, I will make the time to do exercise, even if it's just 20 minutes a day. Have you been doing that? Have to do, whether it's go walk, whatever is literally run from here to the kitchen and back. I don't care what it is. Even if I have to lift up the the, the gallon of milk a couple of times here and there while I cook, I don't care. I am trying to make the time with the busy schedule that I have, with the kids schedule that I have, with the relationship schedule that I have, with the, all the other stuff that come along with it. But I'm one of those people. So I feel guilty, but I have to stop the excuses and stop the nonsense and just make the Yeah. I agree with you. I know last year this time I was going to the gym like pretty consistently on a weekly basis and I had results and then I got an injury and then I wasn't in the gym and then I started going again and but it's been off and on and I know you guys know I cut out my drug of choice uh, Mm -hmm. soda Mm -hmm. and I feel like I haven't seen any changes and so I need to be more consistent and you know make more me time this year and my me time consists of going to the gym because if I stay home and work out I'm not gonna do it like I want to be like you and you know lift lift a gallon of water here and there like I'll do that in the grocery store and stuff or even my kids during um COVID when everything was locked down and we would go places like when Universal first opened I'll do lunges and stuff waiting in line because you know you're standing there for forever Mm-hmm. waiting to get on a ride but it's definitely something I think we all need to work on is loving ourselves more this year mentally physically just all over we need to really love ourselves and do self-care yeah and that's and, mm-hmm. and it's not that we don't have the motivation or the support system because I mean out of the 4 p.m crew we have like a little small internal group of people who we all attached our Apple Watches yes. to. And Dee like, needs to get an Apple Watch. <laughs> yes. Wow. And my watch goes off like every single afternoon from like five o'clock and on. It'd be, if it's not one person, it's the other finishing their circles. And I was like, I, I need to start this because it's, it's bananas. You barely see me on there nowadays. I know you see me on Friday and Sundays. But I see you there every single day. Finishing the circle. <laughs> Diana, when are you getting your Apple Watch? I, well, I have to first 
maybe break the Samsung watch that I have in order for me to, I guess, get a replacement, but that will be great. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, right, because we're talking about, you know, self-care, love for us, for each other, for, for our own bodies and soul and everything. But what do you ladies do for self-care and what are you willing to do for self-care this year? Um, well, like I said, I've been trying to go to the gym um, this year so far for me has been really crazy. Um, last year, you know, I like I'm the type of girl where I have to have my toes done. I have not had my toes done for months at this point. So that's a problem. So I am going to and as I shared earlier in the episode, you know, I I did turn in my notice to my job and I'm going to be taking a pay cut for my new job. So I'm going to make it a point, hopefully this weekend, to go refresh myself like you guys were talking about, get my new fresh bounce and step. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just, I need to make sure to go to the gym. And uh, my face has been out of control for a couple months. So I'm trying to get, you know, I had a skincare routine, but my face still just isn't cooperating right now. I don't know what it is. So I'm really bad at going to the doctors. So I need to like start doing things like I need to go to the doctor the second I have an issue because now I have to, it turns out I have to get a whole surgery on my, my eye for something because I've, I've waited seven months. Mm-hmm. I went to the doctor initially, but I should have followed up sooner and I didn't. And now it's like an extreme. So for me, my self-care is like, I really need to stop and do simple things to care for myself. Going to the gym, make sure I have my toes done, go to the doctor's office, just small things like that. And um, listen to the hour that we all spend together Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. That's important to me. Yeah. Totally. I, I can agree with um, Hope. Um, at least for me, I've made it a point to where every single paycheck, every two weeks, it's like a religion for me. I go and get my nails done. I just feel like I work so hard. And even if that's the only thing that I can do for myself to take that hour away to give me some me time and love me. And just get my nails done. Like for me, that's like that's that's it, you know. But maybe stress, you know, the whole gym time a little bit more. Maybe go do some yoga, have some meditation, you know. Give myself a little bit of more time to decompress and really show me some love. Because if I don't do it, nobody else is gonna do it. Yep, agreed. Some of the self love actually taken this year. And a lot of you could probably relate to this is learning how to say no. Oh, yes. Learning how to say no. uh, Also declining meetings that are are really not supposed to be in my schedule or could be emails, right? I'm declining meetings. I'm declining, you know, more of the work-related stuff is really kind of like really prioritizing myself first. And... You know, if I have FOMO, I don't like to miss out any type of meetings that I know I can gain a little bit of knowledge here and there. But Mm -hmm. I said this year, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to go ahead and decline, decline, decline. Say no, no, no. And at the same time, you know, kind of like on my personal life, it's just trying to do and continue the meditation, continue the reading, 
you know, listening to motivational speakers, listening to the, the you know, anything related to, to positivism to kind of like, you know, um, bring a better, better me. You know, I, I like that you brought up the meditation again, because I meant to ask you about that, but also like reading. Yes. I know I was going through a tough time a couple well, a couple tough times over the last couple of years. And I actually bought books and I started them, but I have not finished them. Like I have some poetry books that I bought um, and those I've read because they're easy. They're sh- like yeah. they're thick, but they're little like, you know, it's a small portion of the page. But there is a book. I'm still in the first chapter. And I really want to get to the second chapter and I really want to finish the book. And it's so, it's a great book and I will probably end up recommending it to people. But the crazy thing is I'm not even through the first chapter. So I'm glad you brought that up because I I think I need to add that. I need to be like you and I need to add that to my self-care list. Maybe even if I can go to the salon every other week, like Ali Bell does, what a luxury. I'll bring a book with me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I have the I have the the books on the what's it called on the iPhone mm-hmm. on the iBook stuff and I just download I buy books and I just read from there I have my books on my phone everywhere I go and I just and I just read see I'm I just like D was saying earlier I don't have time like I have there's time in the day but like I spend three hours a day minimum driving mm-hmm. like commuting so I don't, and my kids are there. So it's not like I'm in the car listening to music or I can listen to a podcast or listen to an audiobook. No, like they're fighting, they're arguing. Can you change the radio station? Can you play your music on your phone? Can you, it, it's so stressful. And that that's how I start the day and I end the day. And then I was working two jobs and it's just, I, and the kids have activities. So I don't have, time so the meditation I think I need you need to give us a class on that like we need to do a whole thing about the meditation yeah it's honestly it's a stress reliever I do it every single morning before I start my day like that's the very first thing I do every single morning even if it's on the weekends and before I go to bed um, you both know that I'm really disactivated or disconnected from like either social media or even you know messaging on the chat and that's actually kind of like part of my mantra so to speak I'm trying to disconnect a lot from anything electronically where it's tv or whether it's kind of like social media because I'm trying to be more present with my kids especially my teenager right now because as you know hope yeah once they teenage <laughs> It takes a tribe, you know, to yeah. and understand why they go through, why they why they say such thing in certain ways. I mean, it's just it's just a whole different world, you know. And I have two kids that are completely different ages. One is a toddler, the other one's almost a teenager. So obviously, I'm kind of like be I'm trying to be more present in the sense of like, all right, let me just leave my phone aside and. You know, try to see what is it that I need to do to kind of understand her a little bit better. What do I need to do as a parent to kind of learn new ways to communicate with her and and so on. So 
And, and it's taken a lot because he's like, I have FOMO. I have fear of missing out. And it's a struggle. It's an internal struggle. It's a daily struggle. But I said, you know what? Even if I don't, I don't like communicate as, as often in the chat, I'm, you know, I'm going to chime in and I'm going to be part of those lives. Because, you know, it, it, it became a part of my schedule already. So, you know, so I always look forward to those, but definitely is, is, is part of the self-care routine. You know, I'm glad you're taking this time to disconnect and be more present. I mean, I feel like I used to be more present than I currently am. Um, but it's definitely been a tough road and I definitely am having, I'm going to have PTSD from going through this whole teenage thing. And you're definitely taking a great step in the right direction and starting things off in a good way from the sounds of it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to be need your help though. For sure. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> With uh, I'm here for the emotional support. <laughs> like, if someone could just bring Ben and Jerry's this Saturday and, like, a drink, I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> you the guys have of, no idea. The bottle of tequila is coming with me. Please. Please. <laughs> when, when are you guys going on your date? I know. If you want to know the answer to Hope's question, be sure to join us for the second part of episode two we will be discussing a deeper conversation regarding relationships. So stay tuned.